On this episode, you're going to be learning about multi-channel opportunities currently on the Walmart marketplace. Do stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenny, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I am your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Not at the enterprise level, neither at the micro retail level. We are the fine middle and we are obsessed about scaling by 2x, 3x, and even 10x. And, um, you know, on shows in which I bring guests on, I want them to really share their expertise and experience. And my criteria is based on one question. Can my guests provide info, valuable info and insights to help you, my listeners, grow metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales. If they can, can do any one of them, and any of those metrics, I try my best to get them on the show. Now, my guest on today's show is Michael Eugenio. He's the founder of Cellbrite. Cellbrite is a multi-channel platform for pushing out your products to, you know, marketplaces such as Amazon, eBay, um, and Walmart. And um, we were having conversations offline via LinkedIn. And, um, you know, he was telling me like, hey, Kune, Walmart marketplace, you know, they're seeing traction in the Walmart marketplace. They're getting, um, a lot of their, their customers are, you know, are, are getting into the Walmart marketplace early in the game and dominating certain niches. And he would, you know, just, um, 
love to share some insights, you know, on as to the opportunity, which is massive, you know, at the moment, especially this coming Q4. Um, so if you're in America or even if you're outside of America, the nice thing about some um, people outside of the US is um, all you need really is a little bit of a presence in the US. It could be like an outsourced, you know, customer service, you know, center, and you can actually qualify to to, to sell via, via Walmart. And, um, you know, Michael is here to talk about you know um you know um the the shipping programs in, in in walmart marketplace as as well as the key opportunities um if you're a product brand and you're, you're really looking to expand and find you know a, a channel to, to to get in you know sales it's obviously not the the next Amazon, but, you know, um, it, it can, you know, just squeeze out, a, a, you know, um, you know, some sales for you. So, um, if you are, um, into multi-channel, you know, e-commerce, you're, you're thinking, you know, about, um, expanding, um, your reach, you know, especially in the United States, um, you know, get, get a note, notepad, you know, to get ready to take notes. And, and this episode, Michael is an expert, you know, in, in, in multi-channel, you know, marketing. And I hope to bring him on, you know, um, more shows to, to share his expertise in, in other areas of, you know, multi-channel um, e-commerce. So um, guys, um, do stay tuned and um, enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is a podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail, not necessarily at the enterprise level, neither at the micro level, we're the fine middle, and we're obsessed with growing metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales. We wanted 2X, 3X, and even 10X, you know, metrics really. And I just handpicked my guests that come to this show to share their expertise and experience. My criteria is based on one thing. Can they provide valuable you know, insights to help you guys grow? And if they can, I bring them onto the show. Speaking of that, I have Michael. Michael Ugino on the show. He's a CMO of Cellbrite. If you don't know Cellbrite, they're a leading multi-channel e-commerce platform and they, they just have a mission to create value to customers every day. Cellbrite has been around for, for a bit, for a while. Um, I think you guys started back in 2012, which is about six years. And, um, they, they, they pretty much, you know, um, integrate with, with major marketplaces. So, so welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure being here. Fantastic. Um, so we've talked, we, I've been in conversation with you for a few years now. We've never really got to speak. We've been just email buddies, mm-hmm. really. Yep. Um, could you take a minute or, or two to, to introduce yourself um, to, to listeners first, and then we'll kick things off? Sure. Um, so uh, I am a co-founder of a company called Cellbrite. Um, we make a multi-channel platform that helps uh, the middle. It helps those customers that are doing anywhere from really 50 to 100K a year in revenue, uh, all the way up to 50, 60, 70 million. So a lot of magic in the middle. Um, you know, we're not the best for micro merchants. Um, we're not an enterprise solution either. We, we focus on building a really easy to use self-service product, a tool really for you. And we don't do any uh, professional services or like account management. Really, we just make simple, just pure software that you can use out of the box and get full value out of it. The reason that I got into that with my partner, Brian, is that we both were um, retailers before. We worked in the middle as well, in the mid-market, uh, for a, a home improvement retailer um, on two different sides of the retail fence. Um, I was a buyer and a merchant, and I have a lot of experience 
uh, around buying and purchasing through promotions with major suppliers and manufacturers, as well as merchandising, running promotions to the end user, pricing, things like that. Uh, my partner uh, was part of our uh, efforts to expand to the various marketplace channels that existed. And this was all back in like 2008 to 2010 timeframe. Okay. Um, and we realized that we needed some help doing it. Technically, it's challenging. Marketplaces are hard. They're all very different. Um, and if you can unlock the marketplace, then you have to deal with making sure you don't oversell, making sure all of your pricing is consistent, making sure you've got accurate product data everywhere. Um, and there really weren't, aren't really uh, great tools for doing that. At least there weren't back in 2008. The only tool available was what's kind of considered the, the old guard in our industry, Channel Advisor, um, still around. Yeah. Great product, very robust, um, but built for a very specific user, mostly an enterprise user. Um, yeah. At the time, our business was doing $50 million a year and we couldn't afford it. Uh, so your, your margin structure needs to be able to support it. Like it's, it's expensive. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, so, so um, we got into the, uh, into the e-commerce services game, start building some SaaS tools, actually built the first tool that connected fulfillment by Amazon with other marketplaces to enable automated multi-channel fulfillment. And that tool was called quite literally auto MCF. Uh, okay. And that was, that was the first product we ever built back in 2012. Um, we were going to build other little products like that, but instead our customers really said, Hey, this is great. Can you help us list products? So we said, okay. And, uh, and brought on some people to help us build it, uh, and turn that product into Cellbrite, which launched in uh, June of 2014. So, um, we've been, uh, been helping the mid market, um, to small to mid market, uh, since 2014, uh, almost, almost four and a half years now. Fantastic. Um, okay. So, um, just checking out. So we want to talk specifically today um, about opportunities in multi-channel marketing. It's obviously since 2012 matured. Um, at the time, you know, you guys, as you alluded to, you started off with um, with Amazon, you know, as a as a sole channel. How over the last six years has, has you know multi-channel you know marketing evolved, and wh- where are you seeing opportunities? Right now, yeah. Um, well, it, it's certainly a fast-paced industry. You know, we see um, new marketplaces come online. Um, we see new shopping carts come online, uh, and our product kind of lives between the shopping cart and the marketplaces. You know, most of our sellers have their own online store, and then are looking to also sell through a marketplace and expand their reach. And our thesis is to promote one or the other, depending on where you are. So if you're if you um, have your own brand and you're used to selling. On your own online store, you know there are, are countless marketplaces for you to consider and think about and plan for, and vice versa. If you have you know been an Amazon seller or you know even longer an eBay seller, we work with we work with some sellers who were eBay sellers back in the early '90s and uh, you know are still at it today. Uh, a lot of times, our message to them is that's awesome. Keep it going. Let's figure out how to accelerate that on eBay, but. Let's also turn your expertise and your, you know, what you know well into a brand that you can sustain so that if something happens on the marketplace, marketplaces are volatile. Uh, you, know, you can lose your selling privileges sometimes without even actually doing anything. Sometimes, you know, just like little glitches like that can happen. And if you're not thinking about this and protecting yourself and insulating yourself and um, securing your foundation, regardless of where it is you're selling today, then, then you're not doing your business uh, you know, uh, justice. Um, so as that relates to marketplaces, we've seen marketplaces come and go. Um, obviously Amazon's meteoric rise has shown no signs of slowing down. Um, 
Obviously, eBay is still in the game as well. eBay is still the largest global marketplace, and they're doing some really interesting things to promote seller growth uh, and, uh, and have some really strong leadership right now. Um, we work very closely with eBay and are really excited about some of the new stuff that they're rolling out. But you see other new upstarts, both new marketplaces that are more niche. You know, you're seeing uh, channels. Obviously, Etsy has been around for a few years now, but uh, other auction sites like Top Hatter is one that's grown really, really fast. You're seeing House that's more niche uh, and focused on home, homeware. Um, and uh, those are newer sites that are kind of specifically focused on that. But then you're seeing more old guard retailers that are shifting into the marketplace game. Most notably, and the one that I'm really excited to talk about today uh, you know, in more detail is what Walmart's doing. Because Walmart wasn't really known for e-commerce. You know, they had they added a Walmart Walmart.com e-commerce site um, like most other retailers did back in the in the 2000s, but it was never a focus. They were always known for their super centers and their physical brick and mortar shopping experience. Um, the opportunities though for what they're up to today are really exciting. Um, and one, and there are things that I don't think a lot of sellers even realize um, or don't put into kind of perspective in terms of the gravity of the situation uh, that's an opportunity that's in front of them right now. Interesting. Um, so what kind of companies are selling on, on Walmart at the moment? Sure. Um, really all different types, large and small. Um, for selling through walmart.com, you do have to have uh, a certain amount of established um, volume in order to get approval. Um, so you're generally needing to be, need to have like $500,000, half a million a year in GMV uh, in order to get approved to sell through the marketplace. So that does rule out a lot of smaller brands. Um, they do make exceptions if it's a really hot category or if they're products that they know are in demand, then they can expedite that process. So if you have a brand that's taking off and you haven't quite achieved that level of success, you know, it's still quite possible to get approval. Um, right now for the walmart.com marketplace, you're going to need to have some US-based presence. So uh, it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a brick-and-mortar location or an office, but um, at the very least, be able to offer uh, English-based support, customer support, uh, and the ability to, uh, you know, handle uh, returns okay. and things like that. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, go Sorry, for it. Go ahead. Uh, but like vertical wise, I mean, it's all across the board. You know, Walmart sells lots of products. So they, you know, they kind of have the same philosophy as Amazon you know, from A to Z. Um, and the Walmart.com marketplace is no different. We have sellers that are in really every physical good uh, vertical. Uh, and then even sellers that, that sell, you know, hard media as kind of hard goods. So, you know, whether that's music, DVDs, things like that, um, games. Um, but, but there really is no category that they don't support. Interesting. Are you seeing more brand owners, um, or are you seeing more merchandisers buying and selling? Um, it's certainly a mixture of both. Um, but I, I think the opportunity, uh, the bigger opportunity is for brand owners. Um, just because you have the ability to get into a category um, and if you're a merchandiser that's really singularly category focused, this may apply as well. But, but you have the ability to get into a category and really stake your claim. Um, and uh, when it comes to um, saturation on the Walmart marketplace, there are just so many fewer sellers 
than you're going to find on really any of the other major marketplaces. So if you're a brand owner and you've got products that you, you feel should be, you know, they're selling well on other channels and you really want to get access to Walmart, you have the opportunity to really get in and, uh, and cement yourself as one of the key uh, sellers within you know, any given category. Okay. How do listings work on, on Walmart? Are they sort of decentralized or are they consolidated into single SKUs? And then you have, you know, several sellers kind of like what Amazon does where you have a single SKU and um, whoever wins a buy box wins a buy box. Yeah, it's, it operates much the same way. In fact, much of the Walmart marketplace, uh, technically speaking, and in terms of seller interface mirrors what you what you'll see uh, as an Amazon seller. So, um, they are uh, very much centrally um, focused on a, on a single product catalog. Um, there are oftentimes many sellers for an existing product. You know, Amazon has their ASINs. Walmart has their WPID, Walmart product IDs. Um, and so a seller is responsible for creating that um, WPID or matching to an existing one. Um, and then it's a, a matter of, you know, kind of your, your typical factors um, pricing availability and fulfillment speeds in order to compete for for that buy box. Interesting. And do you do you compete against Walmart or do they have separate listings to 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 the marketplace? You can compete against Walmart, um, or if it's a product that they're not fulfilling, then it can be an independent uh, marketplace item. And they do denote on the category page if it's um, a marketplace item and who the seller is, uh, okay. both in the category page and then obviously on the product page as well. Um, okay. So you can uh, differentiate, um, but oftentimes there is there is competition direct from uh, from the Walmart uh, itself. You, you made a brilliant point with regards to well, a good point, which a lot of our listeners outside of the well, let's US. Let's go brilliant, brilliant. I like the sound of brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so your your brilliant point was around um, <laughs> was around the fact that. Um, you know, sellers, you know, um, do not necessarily have to have a present. You, you, you just have like a, you know, call center and, um, you know, English speaking call center, you said. Um, so just, I'm just trying to echo it loud to, 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 to people listening in the EU, to, to anywhere in the world that you can sell on, on, on Walmart. You just need to have some sort of present and that present does not necessarily have to be a physical present. You could easily outsource customers, you know, service customer support mm-hmm. to, to get that, um, you know, to, to get the inroads into Walmart. Okay. Let's talk about market size, the USA. Yeah. And, um, and, and not to, sorry, just to no, cool. elaborate on that a little more, you know, if you think about it, their focus is on, much like Amazon, their focus is on the, the buyer, the, the, the shopper. Yeah. So as long as, as you can provide a good experience to the shopper, if they need help, um, that's going to help you make inroads. Okay. Um, so we do see international sellers applying and getting approval. Um, you know, the approval process can take some time. But it takes time, really, no matter who you are. Walmart is really the only marketplace um, that we're working with today that uh, has a pretty lengthy approval and onboarding process. So, um, you know, if you apply and you don't hear back for two or three weeks, that's very normal. Uh, it can take four to six weeks, even for some of the bigger, you know, U.S.-based sellers to get approval. So don't don't uh, get too discouraged. Um, if you're applying through Cellbrite, um, you can reach out to us and we can try, you know, check in and see what's going on and try to get you some feedback. Um, and, uh, but, but it's, it's not an immediate process. So, uh, yeah, if you can provide some evidence that you are, um, you know, helping out 
shoppers uh, in, in an English speaking support environment, um, then you'll generally be able to get, get uh, into the marketplace. Interesting. I want to just go off topic here and ask about um, Cellbrite as a platform. Um, for Cellbrite subscribers, does it eliminate the need to log in into marketplaces like to your um, your Amazon March Merchant Center? Um, does Cellbrite replace it, or does it replace? What if it doesn't? What aspects of you know um, you know marketplace management portals does does um, Cellbrite replace? Yeah. So that's, that's our goal. I mean, our goal is to give you one interface for managing all of your channels. Um, there occasionally will be things that you may need to log into a channel for, uh, if there is, um, uh, a, a particular customer service issue that you need to investigate. Um, some of the things that we don't support, uh, that you would need to go to Amazon directly for would be like, um, uh, responding to review to uh, feedback or, or you know getting negative feedback um, removed things like that um, we don't we don't do that stuff but anything that's related to managing your inventory managing your product data um, making sure your quantities are accurate updating pricing um, changing imagery anything like that we want to give you one catalog to manage that from both to help you not have to log into every site, but also to make sure that it's thorough and that you're aware of where these changes are being made. Um, because we all know that any e-commerce, uh, I mean, retail is detail, right? And e-commerce is like, if you don't have a good handle on your data, you're going to miss out on opportunities or miss out on sales in some way, shape or form. Um, so being able to manage all of your relevant merchandising data in one spot has huge advantages. Um, uh, and to the extent that we can keep a, a user from having to go into, um, their specific portal or merchant remedy, log into Amazon and Walmart and Etsy and Shopify. And, okay. uh, you know, that's, that's the goal. Okay. Well, let's get back to Walmart's conversation. Okay. So this, I'm going to talk about Amazon, um, Amazon, shows no sign of slowing down. Um, what's been the growth in, in Walmart um, versus Amazon? Where, where do you, how do you see this playing out in the next five to 10 years? Oh boy. Um, gosh, five to 10 years in e-commerce. It's yeah. almost like um, it's, you're not playing with funny money. I can't think of a, a clever Amazon's analogy. 50%, mind you, it's 50% in the U.S. according to some reports at the moment. Yeah. Know, online yeah. sale. Um, I, I don't think that that number shrinks. Um, you know, we, but there are some really interesting things that other major players are starting to bring to the fold. So Amazon was really the first to come out with uh, a focus on the shopping experience and having a very clean structured catalog that makes it kind of easy to search and maneuver and find what you're looking for. Um, now they're not the only one that offers that. And there are not only uh, new competitors that are starting to offer a good shopping experience, but there are some that have very deep pockets that have a lot of experience and maybe even more importantly, a lot of data uh, that they can leverage at their disposal. So but before we talk about Walmart more, um, one of the really interesting things that's also happening with their older marketplace rival uh, with eBay 
as eBay has been focused for a couple of years now on getting back into uh, or getting into a structured data environment where they have a catalog of items that makes it make it really easy for sellers to search and find what they're looking for and have full rich uh, specs and product details and imagery that is kind of approved by eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, while also preserving some of the other things that you know certain types of shoppers like, whether that's an auction experience or that is the ability to make offers, things like that. On top of that, you know, they're and we're privy to, to being able to work closely with eBay, and we've got a partnership with eBay um, where we're, we're helping you know sellers get up onto the eBay platform. Um, but we are seeing some of the really interesting things they're doing, leveraging their twenty years of data or more uh, and imagery to help with the um, recognition of products, being able to leverage, you know, uh, really uh, sophisticated um, photo intelligence, like intelligence around searching for imagery and photos. So if you see something that you want to buy, you could take a picture of it with your smartphone and eBay is going to be able to, you know, quickly scan and recognize what it is, things like that, where, um, you know, Amazon obviously has a lot of data too, but uh, it's, it's gives them another competitive tool that some of these up and coming marketplaces might not necessarily have, or, or, um, you know, social media marketplaces that don't have that type of retail experience and, and data, but then going to Walmart, do I think that Walmart is going to catch Amazon in terms of growth rate? I don't know, but Walmart has this combination of factors that, Really, I, I can't think of any anybody else that is posing a threat to Amazon that has a combination of brand cachet. You know, everybody knows Walmart. Um, you know they were they made big box retail uh, really a thing um, in the at least in the family sphere. You know you could argue that like the Home Depots of the world were the ones that really nailed it after the department stores in the fifties and sixties. But Home Depot coming along in the eighties, and then Walmart, you know, eighties nineties. They've got that level of brand recognition that very few competitors have. Uh, and then they also have um, really deep pockets. <laughs> I mean, Walmart's one of the biggest companies in the world. So yeah. when they decide that they want to get into something, and I think it's been pretty clear to them for a few years that they need to get very focused on e-commerce, um, they're going to be able to invest heavily. And they famously committed several billion dollars to e-commerce growth uh, a couple of years ago, they made a big acquisition, uh, you know, in, within the last two years, bringing on Jet and acquiring that team to help lead their charge into e-commerce. And, uh, and you know, that team, by the way, has also a lot of extensive experience with what Amazon has done and, and how they grew. So is it a horse to bet on? I would say absolutely. Um, and they're, you know, learning fast. They're making a lot of technical strides. Their marketplace from a shopping experience standpoint has improved a lot in just the last nine months. The interface is completely different. Their seller, uh, seller center, which is the UI that you're you know, interacting with as a seller on the back end, is improving. Um, their APIs are improving and they're adding more there. Uh, and then they have this other asset that Amazon doesn't have. And this is where it gets really interesting is they have this massive network of massive stores. So there are things that Walmart can do with, um, with physical products, whether that is even faster fulfillment, you know, they could potentially get into that competitive one day shipping um, or same day shipping game, or whether that is making returns super easy, both for you as a shopper and also for marketplace sellers. So, you know, leveraging those stores to help sellers get, you know, their product back or be able to kind of recoup fees or maybe, um, you know, it just be a little bit more efficient 
Whereas you know, we all know that sellers lose oftentimes lose track of what refunds they're really owed on Amazon. It's kind of a, kind of a murky, kind of a murky thing. Sure. Um, but Walmart has that. They have all these things and they're, and they've shown that they're committed and it's already starting to show in the numbers. I mean, if you saw their earnings report, uh, last week, I think it was, um, you know, they had a massive second quarter, um, 40% growth year over year. They actually increased their projections for, uh, next quarter, uh, increased what they expect to see, which is pretty rare to actually change your forecast. Um, so, you know, I think they're feeling, they're feeling the effects of some of their investment. Um, and now they're rolling out what I think is the single biggest opportunity for online sellers today. Um, and that's what I'm really excited to talk about, uh, is, uh, is, you know, how sellers can really accelerate growth on the Walmart platform. So prior to our conversation, it talks about two days, their two day shipping program. Um, I found, I found it really interesting. Um, could you sort of shed some more light on how this it's, it's nationwide right across the U S how it works and, um, how retailers can benefit and add more value. Cause you, 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 you're really specifically talking about customer experience here. And, yeah. uh, and I think, you know, Walmart just sorts out the UX in terms of like, you know, on-site user experience. The other is a customer experience, which is really delivery and returns. Um, how does this really shape up, um, you know, the, the, you know, customer experience, not just for Walmart, but in e-commerce in the U.S. in general? Sure. Well, you know, by Walmart coming out and saying, we're going to put together a, a standard for selling on our marketplace that matches Amazon Prime's standard, you know, and they're, they're not necessarily offering the free one day yet, but, or same day yet. Um, but just kind of saying, we're going to, you know, achieve this same level of almost like premium shopping experience versus, you know, all the other alternatives that you can have, uh, I think is huge because they're, it's kind of like now been accepted as the status quo, you know, that you have another big entrant into that, into that kind of marketing mindset. But uh, specifically, what is the two day shipping program all about? Um, yes, it's obviously super customer focused. Um, the, the idea that, you know, they want to be able to fulfill orders anywhere uh, in the United States within two days, lower 48 states, that is. And it is uh, something that can, I mean, yes, it's customer focused, but I'm way more excited about it from a seller standpoint. And the reason is, um, like I mentioned earlier, there's there's a lot of opportunity just in, in terms of being relatively unsaturated, the Walmart marketplace. So there's a lot of opportunity in general for getting in and making a, a splash. But when you add two day to the mix, you can really separate yourself. And if you go onto the Walmart marketplace and you browse around any category, you're going to see some two day shipping tags, but you're not going to see a ton of them. Um, it's still a very young program. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, it's a big initiative for Walmart this quarter to really get as many two day sellers on board as possible. So, um, you know, we could talk about this a little later, but we're, we're really focused on trying to help sellers that are either on Walmart already or not even yet approved expedite that process so they can take advantage of this during the holidays. So how do you earn, earn the badge given the fact that, you know, um, Walmart does not, um, right. have a fulfillment center. Yeah. So that, so that's where, where it's interesting because with Amazon prime, you can just dump anything you want on FBA. Really? Um, Walmart does not have a fulfill my Walmart service. They are partnering with some, some fulfillment partners and we integrate with a really great fulfillment partner called deliver, uh, deliver with two R's. Um, and, and they are testing this out 
So will it be a fulfilled by Walmart? I don't know, but um, it effectively allows you to achieve the same thing. So if you, so you can get into the free two day shipping program by leveraging that fulfillment partner and uh, kind of having that FBA like experience. And it is very similar to sending an inventory to FBA, but with a much better interface. And uh, really you're looking at like cheaper than multi-channel fulfillment. Um, so the rates are really good or you can do it yourself. So you can offer this and qualify for the badges by fulfilling orders yourself, as long as you can hit their performance criteria. So you have to be able to fulfill orders nationwide to the lower 48 states right now. Um, they may roll out some kind of more geo-targeted uh, geo solution for regional fulfillment uh, at some point in the future, but right now it's nationwide. You have to hit some pretty stringent performance requirements, like 95% of your orders go out same day if they're ordered prior to 2 p.m. in your local time zone. 95% of them get delivered on time. Um, and there's there's really a whole laundry list. We actually did a webinar on uh, free two-day shipping um, a week or two ago with Walmart, and we went through all those criteria. So I highly recommend checking that out. Okay, um, I'll link to it in the show notes. Cool. But, but so, so there's, and that's what makes it such a huge opportunity is that not a lot of sellers are a going to be able to fulfill orders nationwide for free within two days. I mean, it's expensive to do that. Um, so you're, so there's not as much competition there and then not a lot of sellers are willing to say, you know what, I'm going to test out this new method of fulfillment and trust this new warehouse to fulfill my orders, even though like they're, they've got a fantastic track record and the data behind what's happening. If you have a two day shipping badge on your listings is absolutely phenomenal. The lift that sellers are seeing, um, but not a lot of sellers are, are like comfortable making that, that shift or, or just, you know, trusting uh, another partner with the fulfillment or just doing the work required to get set up. Although it's actually not a lot of work. So I have a, a question um, around like, you know, when when a when an item is FBA'd, um, Amazon puts its branding, you know, around it. So you, you, it comes typically in an right. Amazon, you know, um, package, Amazon Prime package. Um, what does it look like when you partner with deliver with with an R, with an extra R, with two R's? Um, what's yeah. what's Walmart doing? You know, um, I just just curious to know um, what it looks like from, from yeah. Well, it's not branded. It's not branded um, at all, really. And in mm -hmm. fact, you can you have the option to to add some branding to your packages, um, but uh, you're going to benefit from not at least not confusing the customer on on where the item is coming from. So, you know, if you've done any Amazon multi-channel fulfillment, you run this risk of, and I don't think Amazon offers the unbranded box service anymore, but you can, uh, you know, fulfill orders from another channel, and then it arrives on an Amazon box, and it's kind of confusing. With uh, with deliver, you're you're not going to have to worry about that. You know your items will ship, and I don't want to say for sure what color box it is because I could I probably would be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's just an unmarked, uh, unbranded box. It's not going to have Walmart branding on it, um, and then you have the ability to include your packing materials, and they're pretty flexible in how they can work with you to include things in your in your packaging as well. So. And um, and they have a network of warehouses around the country. So one of the things that you would have to prepare for if you worked with them is to, in order to qualify for the two-day shipping uh, program, you're going to need to have inventory in four different warehouses around the country. Oh, wow. um, not a, It's not a ton of inventory that's required, but you need to be able to handle all those regions so that you can get you know your orders out to to everywhere within uh, within two days. Interesting, interesting. And could you be cheeky um, if you were to fulfill yourself to use Amazon FBA? <laughs> Cough, cough. <laughs> um, you listed on on Walmart, and then um, 
because some of your stock is in, you know, um, yeah. Amazon can you do that? Is that what you're asking? Can you do that? Yes. Um, so Walmart frowns very much upon fulfilling orders with fulfillment by Amazon. Um, yeah. is it possible to do it? Um, I think it is technically possible, although you run the risk of being caught. Um, you obviously would need to set probably priority shipping speed, maybe even faster than expedited just to make sure that it gets out same day. Um, I, you know, I, I don't, there's so little granularity and level of control with FBA that you're just running a huge risk and, um, I don't recommend it. And the cost, the cost, it's, it's not the cheapest of options when it comes to fulfillment. Totally. Yeah. Especially the multi-channel fulfillment. It's really expensive. It's not the cheapest at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, then um, let's talk, you know, briefly about um, Walmart, you know, as a platform. Um, what other key features um, do you think are opportunities now in the early days? Because I see Walmart now as, um, you know, as a place to get low-hanging fruit. So in the world of SEO, um, I still see Amazon as a Google of e-commerce in the US. But, you know... Um, Walmart, with these moves Walmart is making, it's going to be the Bing, the next, you know, big search engine or big, you know, e-commerce search engine in the US from um, all of the um, points you've made. Um, So within the Walmart platform, where do you see, what new features do you think, you know, retailers can just, you know, um, grab onto being and take a first mover advantage? Yeah. So generate more sales. So, so there's a couple of ways that I want to answer that question. Um, mm-hmm. Based on the way you asked it, and um, Amazon's kind of being the Google of shopping, uh, at least in the U.S. Uh, and I and I wish I was more familiar with with the shopping behavior and trends um, in the U.K. Similar. Uh, we do, is okay. So we our, our software does support some some international functionality, uh, both in in Europe, in the UK, Canada, and and some other markets, but not completely. Uh, and it's one of the biggest areas for for uh, room for improvement for us. Um, but I actually want to jump away from Walmart for a second and say, for just a second, um, the Google of shopping in the US and Europe may actually well indeed be Google soon because Google is in this unique position to, um, to understand search behavior. You know, they've got some history with the Google shopping, uh, comparison shopping and, uh, engine, Google shopping, formerly frugal. Now it's not free. Um, and Google has plans of its own to launch a marketplace. Um, which, you know, if there could be another really compelling entrant with brand cachet and some technical know-how, it's Google. Um, so, you know, I think that's for another show because it's still very early. Uh, and, um, you know, we're still talking about what that it's going to entail and what it's going to look like for our customers. Are, are you having conversations with Google already at Cellbrite? Um, we have, we, yes, we've spoken with Google, um, quite a bit about, uh, how okay. we can help them get this, make their marketplace successful. And, you know, if we can figure out how to, how to pull it off, obviously we, we want to be able to help our sellers. I mean, if there's an opportunity for sellers to sell more, that's really what our singular focus is. Interesting. Um, Coupons posted, you know, there's yeah, another well, slot. I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't break any. Talk about Google for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I said anything I wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll certainly talk about this more, um, okay. but going back to Walmart, um, you know, there is 
we talked about the two-day shipping opportunity. Um, one of the, and two-day shipping is still very new. I mean, they're still, they have to approve a seller on it. Um, you can get approval, like I said, if you go direct or if you're working with delivery, you're pretty much guaranteed automatic approval. But an even more selective program that they're rolling out is their, um, is their product ads. So being able to put a little bit of money behind promoting a product uh, on the Walmart uh, marketplace. Um, you know, sellers on Amazon and eBay, probably long familiar with, with sponsored, sponsored listings. Um, but for Walmart, it's brand new. And it's totally like Greenfield. I mean, you're seeing uh, the ability to completely take over a category um, with relatively low spend uh, and great ROI. So it's a cost per click model that they're rolling out. Um, and I believe they'll have a few other models um, you know, available depending on what it is you'd like to do with your ads. Um, but uh, one of the really cool things about working with this, um, and I don't want to call them a, a fulfilled by Walmart partner, but, uh, but working with a, a fulfillment partner like Deliver that's an approved partner is is um, Walmart's actually waiving minimums to get into that program. So normally you're talking uh, a minimum spend on ads of $1,000 per campaign um, that you can waive and have no minimum. So you can actually wade into this really slowly and, and make sure that you're seeing traction before scaling it up, which is pretty awesome. Um, you know, uh, to have that type of opportunity with no minimums on a brand new marketplace um, where you're talking about a brand that drives a ton of traffic. I mean, Walmart drives a ton of traffic, more traffic than any of the other marketplaces uh, that aren't named Amazon. Um, and you can get in early, get great placement in a category, get even better placement with two-day shipping tags, which Walmart's done a really good job of um, highlighting those tags and making them visible and searchable. And then, uh, and then also put some money behind your products. Like it's a, if you're, again, if you're in that magic middle, like you have to be doing this, it should be your singular focus for this holiday season and, you know, early next year. Okay. Sounds good. You, Cellbrite does have a Walmart offer, um, a Walmart listing offer, I believe, um, for the holidays. We do. So um, we actually have partnered with Deliver to go and jointly try to get uh, as many sellers up you know, onto the two-day shipping program. Really, it's a promotion to help sellers. For us, our goal is to get the two-day program to be successful. We want to um, you know, help Walmart out with this because it's, it's really important to them. Uh, so what we're doing is if you are a new Cellbrite user, um, you can use our software for, uh, for half off uh, through the end of the year. Um, or we also make a half off offer for a year. If you, if you sign up for a year of our software, we, we do monthly and annual uh, subscriptions. Um, and then deliver is waiving all their fulfillment storage fees to the end of the year. So, um, wow. yeah, oh, just the storage, the, the shipping just itself, you still have to pay for it, but the, but they're waiving the storage. Still, so, yeah. so it's still, it's a couple, definitely a couple of thousand dollars worth of savings, yeah. um, for getting started. And it's a super easy process. I mean, you know, both us, we're really focused on, like I mentioned earlier, building a simple tool that's easy to get started with. Deliver has also done the same thing in the, F, in the 3PL world, which is rare. So you can, you know, have a chat with them. Uh, start a, a, you actually open an account with their, they have a software uh, that you log into that's super lightweight, easy. To, and when I say lightweight, I mean like easy and, and not uh, difficult to, to maneuver around, not difficult to learn. Yeah. Uh, you can create the same inbound shipment things that are uh, shipment uh, labels that you would do with Amazon FBA and then you're, you're up and running. And so between the two of us, we can get you onto that 
program, you know, within a week or two, Interesting. Uh, just depending on how long it takes your inventory to, to land. Now that's if you're already selling on Walmart. So I highly encourage anybody that's already selling on Walmart to get into this program as soon as possible. If you're not already selling, you have to go through that approval process, which we can try to expedite, but you know, it can definitely take a few weeks of time. Should sellers looking to start selling on Walmart apply right away, or do you should they contact Sellbrite to to work with them on their? Um, so, if you are um, satisfying the requirements to get approval, if you're doing a half a million or more in revenue, and you're either U.S. based or have a, a U.S. you know the ability to offer English based support. You should absolutely apply right away just because you want to get that step out of the way. Um, you're best off applying through us or through delivery. Both of us have a, kind of a way for you to apply. And you can find that right on our website, um, the sellright.com website. Um, but yes, I, I think getting that approval out of the way is the only real difficult part. Uh, everything else, you know, we make pretty easy. Um, and it's definitely a timeliness thing. I mean, we're going to be hitting the holiday madness here soon. We're already in back to school, so yeah, you can feel it on the roads. Um, soon you'll feel it in the malls too. Yeah, true. True. And, um, I was just checking out the deliver web, the deliver website. Um, yeah, it, it also supports, um, you know, fulfillment by Shopify on Shopify stores and, um, on eBay. So it's not just Walmart, right? That's right. Yeah. So um, one of the really cool things uh, about them is, is uh, you know, they, they understand the channels. They understand sellers. Um, they, the guys that started Deliver come from a, a seller software background. So they, they understand the importance of having a good relationship with the channels. And um, really their whole MO is how, let's enable fast shipping tags, fast shipping programs like free, free two-day shipping at Walmart. And eBay's version is, uh, is eBay guaranteed delivery. Um, you know, they haven't waited into Amazon and doing like seller fulfilled prime stuff yet. Amazon's pretty tight about how they, you know, monitor that and you got to buy shipping through them and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, eBay guaranteed delivery. We have a lot of sellers that are leveraging deliver for that as well. Uh, and if you're on Shopify, uh, and you want to get some help with your fulfillment there, um, they do a good job with that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike, for, for coming on, on, on the show. Um, just mindful of your time. So for listeners who would like to follow you or get in touch with you, how, what's the best way for, for them to follow or get in touch with you? Yeah. Well, me personally, you can find me on LinkedIn. I chat with a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, if you want to set up a time to to chat with us, um, visit sellbright.com. You'll find a lot of information about us, about our team. Um, we are uh, very open and transparent about um, our services and whether we can help you out or not. So if you want to have a, a frank, you know, no nonsense conversation with us, um, hit us up and we'll let you know where we can help, where we're not a great uh, help or where, you know, what we can't do. It's, it's one of the things that I'm really pr- most proud of about our company is the relationships that we have with our customers. So, um, you can send us a, a message at support at um, and uh, or follow follow you know chat with me on LinkedIn. Let's connect there. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to to chat with anybody that needs more help uh, or has more questions about this. Brilliant! Thank you so much for for coming on the show. I'm going to link up to the um, to the Cellbrite Walmart offer, which is www.cellbrite.com forward slash Walmart. So cellbrite.com forward slash Walmart. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's great. It, it just seems like you know Walmart is an opportunity. 
definitely worth trying this quarter to, to, to squeeze in, you know, more sales. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on Kunle. Yeah. I really appreciate it. All right. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Check out show notes on 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast. Also be sure to follow me on Twitter. My handle is Kunle T. Campbell and the 2x e-commerce handle is at 2x e-commerce. If you haven't already, please write us a review and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you like this episode, share it with friends on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 2x e-commerce is produced by me, Kune Campbell, with the help of Bubban Makic. Do have a fantastic week ahead and um, thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.